This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, September 29th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? I, I'm, I'm reeling, Dylan. You're reeling. What are you reeling from, Matt? Well, all right. I, this afternoon, I was stuck in a meeting. Uh-huh. And I didn't have my phone with me because I had to, you know, pay attention. And I came back from the meeting and I noticed I had several notifications on my phone. Yes, which can be alarming. And it, it, it especially when when it's you know some of my you know my White Sox fan friends you know, from my friends who are White Sox fans and you know I, I get you know I I see that I have you know fourteen messages. I'm like, sure. for it, I, I I I've learned not to be hopeful. Yes. Yes, you have. We've gotten that all year. So, I at first, you know, I, I looked at like, did they did they make a move? I mean, what 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 could this be? And apparently, a, a story broke in USA Today that if Robin wants to come back for the 2017 season, he will be allowed to come back. Which is news in itself, but also what a weird way to make that announcement or move. Okay, I, right. I I've had some time. It's to think not about just that. the bringing him back. It's the eh, we don't care. It's your call. I've had like, time to think. That's about worse, this. right? I've had I've had time. Okay, yeah. My first thought was, what what if nobody wants the job? <laughs> like if he says no, I'm good. No, like like for example, like let's say they they went out and you know they tested the waters. They reached out to some of the hot candidates. Sure. And everybody was just like, hell no, <laughs> not going to the south side. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to paint. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically my thought. Yeah, is you know, I don't. I don't want to ruin. That don't ruin my managing career. I can't have this. Sure. So there, you know, after that happened, their their only recourse was to was was to go back to the well one more time with Robin. That was my first. Mm-hmm. That was one of my first thoughts. Yeah. Um. The second thought is, I, I, this this could be a way for Robin to exit gracefully. Yeah, without getting fired, he can just say, "I'm good." Yeah, to to be fair, he the, he has been a good soldier for the organization. He has you know taken a lot of abuse that would otherwise have been directed at the front office. Mm-hmm. But and I, and I could see this as a way of him of them allowing him to you know exit gracefully as opposed to you know getting you know let go. Yeah. With that being said, are you saying that there's a conspiracy theory that the job is not his if he wants it? They're just saying that. <laughs> That they're just, yeah they're just kind of making the offer and he's and he's gonna turn it down and say no I, I want to spend more go back to spend spend time with my kids again I don't need a sure. sixth year yes so uh, and then there's the school of thought that they they you know don't you know there's there's no interest in actually you know making change and we're gonna be stuck with this 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 nonsense for another season at least yeah and they're so passive that they're not like we really want you back or. We want to get rid of you. It's, well, you can have the job if you want. Uh, do, do you want to stay? Yeah, that's like the weakest non-firing in the world. Welcome to the White uh, Sox. Yeah, it's amazing. It's good. That's how, if Robin Ventura had to handle it, what he would do, right? Like, if Robin Ventura were Robin Ventura's boss, he would say, you can come back if you want. Is, is that the impression Pro- you get? Probably, yeah. But the thing is, like, I don't... I, I, I don't understand how you can defend it. Like, even his, his supposed strength wasn't a strength this season. No. 
it's you know, yeah. He, he's supposed to you know this great you know you know manager of personalities and leader of men, and it no the the White Sox were were an embarrassment this year. It's it's been a decided uh, decidedly mediocre run for him. He hasn't been awful, but there's nothing about it where you're like, yeah, we got to keep this guy. I think he, he's I think he's gonna have the worst winning winning percentage of any White Sox manager ever. That's uh that's pretty tough. That's pretty I think I think that's what it's going to be. Well, he, he stuck around forever, and his teams are always under five hundred. So yeah, that'll do it. Well. uh... It is almost fitting, Matt. I'm glad that our, our last show together of the season, we got a conclusion on Robin Ventura. <laughs> or at least know. part of it. Oh. Not a real conclusion, but but a, a period, an ellipsis. We have punctuation. You, you, at you, the, uh, I, I've got to send you the link to this, this White Sox message board that I frequent. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they're having fun, right? Huh? They're having fun, right? You should see, like, they're, they're posting the emails that they sent to their season ticket reps. <laughs> uh, where they're just mad. One guy, one guy says, "Is this rep actually responded?" I, I, <laughs> I was like super apologetic. Sorry, Robin's coming he's back. Like, wait, wait, please you know, don't cancel your tickets. And 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 the response was, you know, be patient. The off season doesn't start till Monday. Nothing's set in stone yet. <laughs> there's still a chance Robin won't be. Back. Yeah, there's that's a. Uh, so you're saying there's that's a chance. Funny. Yeah, that's funny. Well, uh, Matt, it's Thursday before the last weekend. This is our last show. I'll do a show tomorrow with Brad. But it's it's episode 249 at, at Rotographs for us. Uh, 250 will be tomorrow, so that's a nice round number. But uh, we are wrapping up a second successful season here, our third season of the show. It's been good. Uh, we don't have to dwell on it, but we should mention the contest we've run all year. Uh, we updated about a month ago. Um, I still have a, a lead here going into the last weekend. But um, I, I put together a 3-9 ERA, if you round, and you have a 4-3-3. So if you listen to our advice, for better or worse, for your uh, streaming spot at the end of your, your team, those are the, the kind of numbers you would have had. Uh, it's tough. It's a tough game, and we got beat up a little bit in September, that's for sure. We did. Uh I took two bad Alex Cobb ones here at the end. But I, I, took, I, I took a really rough Tom Kohler one. Yeah, there's some bad ones, but it is a it is a fun contest. I'm really glad we we did that. Me too. I'm sure we'll yeah uh, continue that. Uh, we get asked sometimes what what's going on next year, and it always just depends on the off season. But we've uh, we've had a, a good year, and we've had a lot of help from our friends uh, at SeatGeek as well. We should talk about SeatGeek one more time this season before we get rolling. SeatGeek has sponsored us all season, and they're a great place to go buy or sell your uh, your baseball tickets. You know, if you view or any tickets, honestly. Um, obviously, it's tied to baseball for this program. Um, you know, in your area, you can see what's going on. Uh, like I said, I've looked it up here, and they're like, "Do you want to go see arena football?" And I do the, "Oh, we have arena football. Oh, maybe." But you should go browse using uh, their website, SeatGeek.com, or the app, or whatever device you're on. You can uh, access SeatGeek. And the really cool thing is that it will show you the final price while you browse around, mm. so you're not going to get hit with hidden charges or anything. No. And oh, yes. No, no, Dylan, you you know I'm a very old man, right? I do know you're an old man, or you you at least act like it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I'm old enough to to remember when Green Day was, you know, like young. Oh yeah, sure. 
I, I love old green. I I love previous Green Day. I guess is what I should say. I, I, Early I, Green Day. I enjoy their new stuff too. Actually, you know, I don't. You know, I mean, they. they I, I, it's a different discussion, different day. Either way, on on Sunday, October twenty third, they're coming to Chicago. Oh, perfect, awesome! So you're looking at tickets there? Absolutely, and I'm going to use SeatGeek.com to score some tickets to see my beloved Green Day rock out. Now, have you ever seen them live? Uh, yes, my freshman year of high school, I certainly did. That would have been <laughs> going to date myself specifically. Uh, two thousand two or so is when I saw them. I saw them with Blink-182 and Jimmy World in, like, 2002-ish. It was awesome. It was I, I saw them in 2005, I, I want to say. Okay. And Still pretty good, I'm sure. They were always... It was... They did, like, a three-hour set. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, I'm... I'm not sure if I'm going to be in the pit for this one. I, I, I was in 2005. I'm not sure if the back can handle it anymore. Sure. I don't even... I don't, they even still, like, do mosh pits at concerts. Is that even still a thing? Uh, I'm sure uh, some sure I don't know about arena shows, but but sure. It's Aaron uh, Ballroom. It's not an arena show. Oh really? I just assumed it would be an arena oh, show. No, I'm not looking at SeatGeek.com like you are right now, so I didn't know. No, it's it's, it's, uh, it's the Aragon. It's like you know, I guess I don't know. You could probably fit maybe I don't know, maybe five thousand, six thousand people. That's still a ton of people. I mean, maybe more. I don't. Know. I might be selling the Aragon short, but either way, it's not yeah. the biggest venue in the world. Anyway, uh, using SeatGeek.com, checking out, looking at prices. You got them there. You can browse by where you want to get them. The important part is if you use the promo code STREAMS, S-T-R-E-A-M-S, they'll give you 20 bucks off your ticket. First time you use it. Just for listening to the show, just for being a fan, just for, uh, you know, listening to Fangraphs podcast, you listen to us. $20 off, whether it's a Green Day show, whether it's... Cubs tickets, good luck, or whatever else you're trying to get tickets to. Well, don't uh, actually look it up, but believe it or not, the Aragon Ballroom holds exactly 5,000 people. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nice I, work. I feel really um, proud of myself that I remembered that. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, uh, yeah, I want to say thanks to SeatGeek, and of course thanks to Rotographs and, and everybody for putting up with us here for these last two seasons and hopefully many more. Um, yeah. Okay, Matt, should we uh, actually talk some baseball for, for the show, maybe? We can try. We can try. So we're previewing DFS. Man, it's got ugly down the end of the September, just in terms of... This is weird. You have guys just doing three-inning starts and stuff as they wind down. But we can still find some stuff to go with. At least... Matt, the, we're looking at at least Thursday the, the 29th. Yeah, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. It just it, it, At least they actually like tell you when they're going to do it. It's not like, oh, yeah, Sonny Gray is going to start tomorrow. He's going to go six. No, no. They actually yeah. they, they manned up and they actually told us what was going on. So yeah, yeah. In that case, absolutely. All right, let's get into it on Thursday. There's two, you know, midday games. We can ignore Detroit. We can ignore Washington. Plenty to pick from the evening. Uh, Matt, what are you looking at a catcher for Thursday? Okay, I had options. Um, okay, we'll start expensive and obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Sanchez getting Henry Owens. Sure, he's getting a lefty, but are you? I mean, are you past that? Is Gary Sanchez too good? It doesn't matter. He's got a 900 OPS against lefties this year. I'm not really scared. <laughs> For a while, it was a low, and then he probably hit a handful. Of he probably, yeah, he probably like, like hit like two homers and shot right up. Yeah, so yeah, he's fine. He, I, I'm not worried about him with the platoon advantage. Like he's gonna be okay. Yeah, I think he's gonna be yeah. fine. I've got Ismael Grandal versus Christian Friedrich. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's you know my favorite. Uh, my favorite Dodger against lefties. He should be fine there. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Russ Martin getting Ubaldo. Uh, I didn't write it, but I have no problem with it. Yeah. No, you're not going right. to believe this, but Ubaldo's actually been competent. Like, I'll, I'll say he's been good. He's been good this past month. 
goes on one of his weird stretches where you like kind of go, can I believe in him? But and then he, he'll drop seven runs on you or something. Toronto has absolutely torched him this season. So yeah, yeah. That's I don't know how well he'll do against a good lineup. No, like I don't. That, so, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not expecting much of him. I'm actually betting pretty strongly against him. And lastly, I've yeah. got uh, Austin Hedges getting Julio Urias. I wrote that too. Austin Hedges has had a weird short career so far. Yes. Yeah, so he came up, everybody went, amazing glove, incredible glove, awesome glove, not sure about the bat. That'll be okay. And then he came up a year or two ago, I think it might have been last year, mm. um, and played some for the Padres and was exactly that. Amazing glove, amazing arm, didn't hit. And then spent most of this year at AAA pounding the ball for the Chihuahuas at AAA at El Paso. Was awesome. Like, hitting way better than people thought he ever would. And didn't get to come up because Derek Norris was in the way. I don't know. Um, so now he's up. And he's not mashing the ball in the majors again. Or But who knows if he ever is. But definitely destroyed the ball at AAA this year. I don't know what to do with him, but I will take him against the lefty. Uh, and I don't think uh, Julio Urias is going to go that deep either. So, um, yeah. So that's the, the mini background, anecdotally, from my head of, of what uh, well, Austin Hedges has been up to. But I like is, that pick. If you're trying to predict what the Padres are going to do tomorrow, you know, they've got, I think, three catchers on the roster right now. They're all right. I think three, two of them are right-handed, and one of them, and, and one of them is Hector Sanchez. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, they've been letting Hedges play. Derek Norris, no, he he, he doesn't hit. He can't hit lefties. I don't. He used to, but yeah, he can't year. hit much. He struck. They, they, they tried to get rid of him this year. And they I heard that the reason that uh, Hedges didn't get to come up was because Derek Norris was too bad. Where if Derek Norris was good, they could have traded him. But he was so bad, they were stuck with him. And then Hedges is stuck at Triple A, which is just. Dumb on a number of levels, but did, did they did they lose the White Sox phone number? I mean, I he's know. a competent young catcher. I, he, ah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, so, anyway, Hedges, I'm in on it. He'll be an interesting 2017 guy for sure. Mm, agreed. Uh, there's a possibility he doesn't hit in the majors at all. Absolutely, but he's worth paying attention to. I agreed. So, uh, anybody else for you behind the plate? No. Uh, I wrote Sal Perez getting Kyle Gibson just because it's Kyle Gibson. And how about your boy Tucker Barnhart getting Alex Reyes? Alex Reyes, top prospect for the Cardinals, has been awesome. This is really a September thing for me. I doubt they let him go that long. You know, they're not going to, like, let no, him air out. No, I, I mean, I, they're I, fighting I, for something. They're, they're but, still te- technically in it, so I wouldn't expect yeah. him to go super late, no. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm i hoping for that there. That's a punt. That's definitely a cheap pick. I don't love it, but I don't think you're crazy to take Tucker Barnhart against the rookie even though he's a good rookie. Um, okay, on a first base, I wrote six names. How are you doing at first base, Matt? A, cra- a lot of names. Yeah, okay. Who are you thinking about? Okay, uh, let's start with expensive and obvious. Uh, Edward Encarnacion versus Ubaldo. Yeah, absolutely. Will Myers versus Urias. Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, Freddie Freeman versus Jeremy Hellickson. Yeah, I also like that as well. Okay, Joey Votto versus Reyes. Um, also fine with that. Yeah, crazy second half. Should be fine. Baltimore, Baltimore lefties versus Marcus Stroman? Uh, I didn't write them, but I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, if you want to pick on Marcus Stroman. Yeah, I, I do want to pick on Marcus Stroman, especially with lefties. Sure. Kendrys Morales and Eric Hosmer versus Kyle Gibson? Uh, okay, I didn't have it, but if I wrote down Sal Perez, i got to be fine with that, too. Hey, actually, you want, you want lefties against Gibson, believe it or not. Yeah, so, he's even worse there. Hosmer, Hosmer the lefty, Ken Morales the switch hitter, I... 
I'm good with both of those guys. Um, yep. Moving on to slightly more obscure picks, we've got my guy Kenny's Vargas versus Danny Duffy. Uh, okay, I didn't have it, but I don't have a problem with it, actually. That'd be fine. Um, do you know how many home runs Danny Duffy's given up? Okay, Danny Duffy's given up 26 home runs. How, how many do you think he's given up to righties? Probably 25. He doesn't get touched by lefties. Congratulations. Right, right on. Is it 25 or 26? Yeah. I know he had, like, an incredible, like run where he hadn't given up any hits to lefties for like a month like he definitely ruins lefties so okay yeah uh next up uh, tommy joseph versus josh colmenter i didn't have it but i'm fine with it josh colmenter has been kind of okay just you know a couple appearances so far but you're not buying it right not completely he's he's competent but he's a righty who struggled with righties yeah yeah i think you can pick against joseph he he hits righties well enough i i i kind of like that for him a bit um, getting super obscure. Yes. Uh, Yankees first baseman versus Henry Owens. That's Billy Butler. Billy Butler, probably. Yeah. And getting a lefty. He'll get in there. Is it Tyler Austin? I believe that's true. Yeah. I know this guy so well. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> he gets Henry Owens is the point. It isn't, yeah, Henry he, Owens. He's, he's a, a, a right handed first baseman who gets Henry Owens, and he's shown a little bit of proficiency against lefties this season, so... Well, and the Red Sox did it in weird fashion. They had a, a tough loss on Tuesday, but they did clinch the East, and they're still kind of fighting for home field. But you could definitely see the hangover lineup from the Red Sox. Did they even uh, celebrate? They did. Yeah, there were some tweets about it. They're like, "Look, we won," and it's also like you had such a bad loss. Mm-hmm. So Henry Owens is going to be that hangover starter. Don't know how deep he'll go. There might be a lot of mop up guys. It's again, we talked about it all month about how weird this hangover lineup thing is, but. Um, you can pick some Yankees for sure, even the the hitters. So, um, you know, Billy Butler might be a, a sneaky play here. Okay, and very lastly, if if you're looking for a guy, if you're looking to spend as little as possible on first base, it's an S Rod day, Sean Rodriguez. Sure, yeah, why not? I had Josh Bell, but Pirates guys are getting Rob's just Zestrizny. I almost got that. You did get it. My first you were closer than you thought. Yeah, Rob Zestrizny. Yeah. Um, he's, um, he's a lefty reliever who's not going to go very deep, and then it's going to be the other guys. It's going to be a bullpen day. So any Pirates guys you kind of like, I'm fine with that too. Um, okay, yeah, I didn't have anybody you didn't have other than Josh Bell. Um, so on to second base. I only wrote down four names. Who'd you have at second base? I had six. Okay. You have Jonathan Scope getting Marcus Stroman. I did have that. I actually like that for him. Yeah. Do you have Robinson Cano getting Kendall Graveman? Of course. Do you have Logan Forsyth getting your boy, Jose Quintana? You meant right that. Okay. Jose Quintana's good, but Forsyth likes lefties. That's true. Um, and then Brian Dozier, the monster, gets a lefty and Danny Duffy. To be fair, Brian Dozier's been pretty ice cold the last like week or so. True. Um, I don't really care. I, I'm, I still trust him, but he has been cold. You can think about that. Uh, but he gets Danny Duffy. I assume you're fine with that. I am, yes. Uh, who'd you have I did not have? Okay. I represent Jed Jericho versus Dan Straley. Fine with that. Didn't write it, but go ahead. Straley, he, he's been deceptively competent. He's... he's He's given up a bunch of homers and a bunch of walks this month, but his ERA is surprisingly low. Mm -hmm. And he's been struggling with righties in particular. And Jarko is, in fact, right-handed. Yeah. And And he's hit righties this year. He's mashed on righties this year. So I kind of like like it as a Jed Jarko day against Dan Straley. Even though, you know, know, typically I'm I'm not a guy who picks against Straley. Based on the recent trends, this is is where I'd, I'd like to bat, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've got... 
Hernan Iribaran versus Rabies. Okay. The return of Hernan Iribaran? Yes. Okay. I'm fine with that. What do you like about that? It's lefty and righty. <laughs> That's about it. And he's been confident. I mean, he actually he, he put up points the last time I mentioned him. Yes, he did. You you did not make a fool of yourself. I, so. Oh, not for that reason. I'm fine. Um, any other second baseman for you? Yeah, I, I've got one, and it's super obscure. Perfect. More obscure than uh, our boy Hernan. Technically, yeah. Just because I'm, I'm I, 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 if it is in fact a hangover day for for the Red Sox, Yon uh, mm. Moncada gets CC. Okay. Yeah. You you want to get him in there? I would think about it. If, I, if I'm looking to spend like as little as possible, I think he's going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think that's uh, crazy at all. Um, I actually realized uh, I, I like that. That'll be fine. I also wrote him down in the wrong place, but Starlin Castro getting Henry Owens. We like Starlin Castro at home, and we like him uh, getting lefties. I think that's a good matchup for him. Uh, if there's a day of the year to use Starlin Castro, it might be Thursday for sure. Okay, and then on to third base, Matt. Who are you looking at at third base? Again, but I had a bunch of names. A few, you know. Let's let's start obvious and expensive and kind of work our way down, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay, Josh Donaldson versus Ubaldo. Yeah, sure. Other side, Manny Machado versus Stroman. Also fine. Two studs that have fine matchups. Yeah. Kyle Seager versus Kendall Graveman. Yeah, also okay with that. I saw a tweet today that uh, uh, Seager had like five home runs in every month this year. Like exactly five. It's wild. Just been super consistent. Yeah. Um, except my guy Ryan Healy versus Ariel Miranda. Okay, he hasn't done a lot of damage against lefties this year, but I'm not really worried about he's it. Done, are you? He's done better, I think he's done better than you think. Well, I haven't looked in a while. Last I, I looked, he was in front of me. Blue. Yeah, no, he's got 917 OPS against lefties with four homers. Huh? Must have hit some homers while I wasn't paying attention. He must have. Uh, before he was, yeah, you're right. That has changed on me. I, I stand corrected on Ryan Healy's skills against lefties in this small sample size this year. It is a very small. It's sample. Ariel Miranda is the point. It, in the Mariners bullpen is not that you know scary. So I think that'd be just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Johnny Peralta versus Dan Straley. Okay, I'm fine with that. Again, same, similar thought process to to Jericho there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kong versus the Cubs. <laughs> I had that. Yeah, he's been fine lately. You know, he's kind of turned around a little bit, and that's going to be, you know, a mop-up game. He'll be fine. Aaron Hill versus CC. I didn't write that, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, he should get in there. Uh, Tommy Listella versus Ivan Nova. Should he sneak in there? Your boy Listella. I can see that happening. Yeah, even though Ivan Nova's been scary good, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And that's all I had. Uh, let's see who I had. I, I, you write him in the outfield, but Miguel Sano often plays third base. If he gets in there against Danny Duffy, he'll be fine. Uh, how about Evan Longoria against your boy Quintana? You just not picking against Quintana? I'm not. I, I, I understand the pick, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it. You know, he's, he's got to try to save Robin's job. That's true. That's true. All right, let's look at shortstops, because I wrote three, which is kind of scary. And I'm terrified it's the same three. I, I couldn't okay. I couldn't find an obscure guy to like toss in there. I really couldn't. It's a bad shortstop day. We'll try and figure it out together. Um I wrote Corey Seeger getting Friedrich. It's lefty on lefty. I feel like he's good enough and Friedrich's bad enough that I'm okay with it. You know, okay, it's not a slam dunk for we're him. We're different on at least one. Okay. Are you okay with Corey Seeger though? He's I mean, how long do you think Friedrich goes in this game? I, I get it, but I'm not a huge yeah. fan of it. All right. Uh, Marcus Semyon gets a lefty, yes. which is a okay for me. Okay. He gets Ariel Miranda. 
I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. That might be my, my go-to pick of the day. Use Marcus Semyon. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then Freddie Galvis gets Josh Colmenter. We, we, and I, we, you know, he's, we have two names he's gonna different. Be, he's going to be hitting from the other side. That's good. Good. Then you can help me. He's going to be hitting from the other side, and you like righties a little bit more. But again, power and speed, and Josh Colmenter's is nothing special. Uh, and neither is the Braves bullpen. You know, Freddie Galvis has made himself an option. He's going to be an interesting draft pick next year. I don't know. So... Um, Matt, who else did you have at shortstop? My other teams are, are, are like kind of obvious. Okay. You got what? Tulo against uh, Ubaldo? Tulo against Ubaldo and Lemus Diaz versus Dan Straley. Okay. I'm fine with both of those also, honestly. I don't have a problem with there. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a tough day uh, for shortstop. Agreed, but yeah. I think Semyon is my favorite, like, cheap-ish middle I, round. I think Semyon might be my favorite pick of the day. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, let's get into the outfield. I didn't have a million outfielders today either, though. Uh, how, how'd you do in the outfield, Matt? Okay, yeah. we'll start with the with the team stacks. Uh, Baltimore outfield versus Marcus Stroman. Okay, uh, I'm not as eager to pick on him, but that outfield's pretty good, so I'm fine. Hey, Jones, Trumbo, Kim, mm-hmm. probably in that order. Yep. Uh, Braves outfield versus Jeremy Hellickson. Uh, I wrote down Enciarte, but I know you like the rest of them too. Yeah, I think that's it, gonna be fun. They're all left-handed, and they're all they're all kind. Of, actually, Matt Kemp, had, Matt Kemp Matt Kemp has had a season. Yeah, it's it's a good fantasy season, not a great real life season. Accurate. He doesn't get on base, and he doesn't uh, doesn't play defense at all. Accurate. But he has homers. Yes, and we care about the homers. So yeah, Matt Kemp has had a fantasy season mm-hmm. for sure. Agreed. Let's see, um, Mariners outfield versus Kendall Graveman. I'm fine with it. I didn't write it down, but I'm totally fine with it. It's I'm really not it's worried about really any of the lefties. They've got a bunch. Norioki. That's Matt. Ben yeah. Gamel. Ben Gamel gets in there sometimes. Yep. Uh, A's outfield versus Ariel Miranda. Yeah, I like that. Especially Chris Davis and Danny Valencia. Uh, Jake Smolenski. Your boy, Big Smo. He'll be fine, mm. too. Uh, next up, Padres guys. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> will not stop hitting. No, he will not. Like at all. And yeah. The the other guy that Margot character, what's his first name? Manuel or Man, Manny. Yeah, Manuel, yeah. Yeah, Manuel Margot. They're, they're both right-handed. They're both get your eyes. I, I, I like it for both of them, actually. I, uh, I'm sorry to say, Matt, I dropped your boy Travis Jankowski the other day. I'm in the head-to-head playoffs. I clicked the last 30 stats, and he had two stolen bases in the last 30 days. And I said, sorry, you've stopped running. You're off my team. But... He'll be an interesting pick going into next year also. Kind of excited to see what happens with him. I really hope he's being center field for the White Sox. Robin Ventura managed White Sox team. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, who else you got? Okay, Joey Betts and Michael Saunders versus Ubaldo. Sure, totally fine with that. Okay, on to the individual guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris B. Young versus CeCe. Oh, I didn't write that, but what a good one. What a really good one. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I love that. I'm, ha- I'm happy we get to end on a crispy day. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ODB, Odubel Herrera versus Josh Colmenter. Yep, sure, totally fine with that. I wrote down Alex Gordon versus Kyle Gibson, but I kind of shrugged my shoulders at it. It's a lefty getting Kyle Gibson, that makes it okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, my guy Robbie Grossman getting Danny Duffy. Yeah, I like that a lot. Whoops on lefties. Yes. Uh, Scott Shebler versus Reyes. Uh, sure. I didn't have it, but I'm also fine with it. Shebler's been a little hot this month. Yeah, uh, yes. he's interesting. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy at all. Yes, he'll Puig versus Christian Friedrich. I didn't have that, but I like that. I'm getting a lefty. It's cool. And I think that's it. Okay, I think you took everybody I had. I don't have any outfielders you don't have. 
Uh, you, you covered the bases there. Crispy Young, what a good pick. He should get in there. They're going to be wrestling those guys. Yeah. It's a lefty. It's good. All right. Let's roll into these pitchers. Okay. You like CC getting the hangover Red Sox? Or you just can't do it? If, if it's a true hangover lineup, I would at least consider it, yeah. Check that lineup. See how ugly it is. It might be real bad. Uh, they, that could be a start there for him. How about Ivan Nova getting the Cubs? Are their backups still too scary? No. I guess you, you got to believe in Ivan Nova at this point. Yep. How about your boy John Gray going to San Francisco? I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, tonight, uh, we're recording on Wednesday evening. Uh, Tyler Chatwood went eight scoreless. He finishes 2016 with a road ERA of 169, which is the lowest in Rockies history of 80 innings or more. Ruining stuff on the road. Tyler Chatwood yeah. uh, and ended his season real well, for sure. So, yeah, I like John Gray. I mean, I don't think you're going to pick, you know, the Rockies to win the West next year or anything, but, like, are they third? Like, they had a not bad season this year. What, like, in the division next year? Yeah. I mean, they can beat the Padres. I I, we don't have to dig. My point I'm just making is they have some interesting players, and the rotation is not a dumpster fire like it often has yeah, I feel that bullpen's right away, though, too. Yeah. Oh, they got. there's pieces to work on. I'm just saying, like, you look at the Rocky season, and they weren't a laughing stock. You're like, oh, okay. No, no, no. Like, there's some, the there's some players Sox. there. There's some pitchers there. You know, there's. Tyler Anderson and, and Tyler Chatwood and John Gray and I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Not studs, but interesting. Anyway, John Gray going Giants is fine. Other side, Johnny Cueto getting the Rockies. You okay with that? I'm sure. Okay with it. I, I, actually, I think I kind of prefer the John Gray side given the way the uh, the Giants have been playing. That's true. How about both sides of Chris Archer opposite Jose Quintana? I want the Archer side. Do you want Archer racking up strikeouts against uh, the White He's Sox? He's going to wreck the White Sox tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Quintana should also be fine, though, right? You would hope, yeah. He, he's going to hit lefties a bit, but they're not scary. He's, he actually, he's, been, he's struggled in the past month, so I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd urge caution with him. That means he's probably going to, you know, you know, th- go nine, you know, go toss, you know, eight squirrels. Yeah. Uh, I only had a few more names. Uh, Alex Reyes and Dan Straley they both have some question marks, but I both think they're at least worth considering. Are you considering either of them? Probably not, no. I like them both. I like them both. I wish Reyes was going to go deeper, and I wish the Cardinals didn't hit so well, but I like them both. Josh Colmenter getting the Phillies. I know there's not a lot of confidence with him, but the Phillies are bad. Are you even considering Josh Colmenter? Yeah, it's a cheap I think option. I would, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Not enough strikeouts to have a huge upside, but the Phillies are packing it in Agreed. also. And on the other side, Jeremy Hellickson going to Atlanta. Same thing. Are they bad enough? Atlanta's so left-handed. Uh, yeah, there are lefties in there, and, and that can be a problem for Hellickson, but I, I'm thinking about it. I, I, this late in the season, well, just a few days ago, I'm thinking about most pitchers, to be honest. Right. <laughs> Any guy that I know they're going to let go at least five innings, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, is there anybody else here on the pitching list you're thinking about? I looked at Julio Urias, but he's, you know, they're not going to let him go very deep either. No, if he, if he goes five, I think it's considered a victory for them, so. Yeah, can't pick there. Anybody else for you? No, I think we're. I think you ran it down pretty well in this in this you know smaller slate. Yeah. yeah okay. And then uh, for for Thursday's field of streams picks, you can take Sabathia. You can take Cole Mentor. From the daytime, you can take Robbie Ray, and you can take Daniel Norris. But Matt, somehow, John Gray is forty seven percent off. I don't. 
know why. I mean, it's just a September thing. That's way too low. We got to go John Gray, right? Yes. That's that's a criminally underrated guy. Sorry we've been uh, agreeing so much late in the season, but it's some picks like that you just got to take. Got to take John Gray. So uh, that is, uh, we, we agree there for sure. Um, okay, that does it for our picks for Thursday. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm springing this on you a little bit. We asked for people to tweet at us if they had any questions or things for us at the end of our, our last show together for this season. Uh-huh. And uh, we have a listener, Ronald Coley, who asked for the last show, would like to hear Dylan talk about things he likes, whether it's video games, Thai music, electronic dance music. Okay, so Dylan, what do you like? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'll have not put you completely on the spot. You can say, after I say, talk about myself away from baseball a little bit. Um, uh, other than baseball, I, I like photography. I take pictures, and I, I do spend a lot of time uh, playing video games. I, I mentioned sometimes on the show that I work part-time at an arcade. I work on pinball tables, which uh, I was not super into pinball, and so you start working on them a bunch, and pinball is super fun. And I play arcade games, play indie arcade games. I'm going to a national championship arcade game tournament in Texas in November, which is one of the nerdiest things that I've said uh, on this podcast. And this is a podcast about daily fantasy baseball, so that's quite a a feat. But, uh, yeah, video games for sure, and and arcades is is what I do uh, away from baseball, I suppose, right now. Matt, what do do you... What's the non-baseball Matt do? What is... It's a... Jeez, these days, not much. Yeah. Um, stuff that I like. I'm uh, I'm a big sci-fi geek. I love science fiction. Um, mm-hmm. If you hadn't guessed, uh, I'm also uh, I also do enjoy my occasional trash TV. Um, yes, we have guessed. As as far as like like music goes, I I'm you know I, it, my two favorite bands growing up were Green Day and Bad Religion, and thankfully mm-hmm. I've been able to kind of hold on to both of those in in my old age. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm there with you. Um, Not as old, but at least in the music. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, we both lived in Korea, which is relatively unique. Yeah, I lived in Korea for a year. You lived in Korea for much more than that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What other stuff that I like? Oh man. And you work in marketing. Uh, digital advertising. Thank you very much. And I'm fantastic Pardon at me. it. Pardon me. And you're a you're a pro. You're a natural. Hey, That's hey good. team lead, yo. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a good Twitter question. Did you get any uh, tweets at you about our last show? Not about our last show, no. Okay. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad I... Did you get any tweets about the Jersey Shore? I did not. I got, I got a couple of tweets about the Robin Venture thing. That's good. That's good. Well, uh, yeah, that's about it for us for our last show of the year. Uh, I want to personally say thanks to not only all of our listeners, of course, you're why we do it, but thanks to to Matt for recording with me four times a week, being a crazy person with me. This takes way too much time, and uh, you know, obviously, wouldn't do it by myself. So, thanks for recording with me, man. Before we sign off, I just want to give a shout. You know, this is my last show, so I just want to give a shout to you know the folks on Twitter who've interacted with us, in particular our friend of the podcast, Sean Rosales and Chris Jackson. Yeah. We we enjoy the, we enjoy the interaction. We we enjoy hearing from you guys. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I know we have more than two fans out there, but those those are the two that you know pop up in my timeline the most, and I, I, always, yeah. I always enjoy hearing what they have to say. So the regular tweeters and all our guests that have joined us, and I'll say thanks to Brad tomorrow, but he, he's helped. Oh, us absolutely. A bunch yeah. Too. I think you know, give him a big big hug and a kiss for me, please. 
Yeah, you bet on the live show. From <laughs> yeah, um, I, I yeah, and you know, you know, at Rotographs and Dave Appleman for for hosting us here yeah. and let us join yeah, the, uh, the Rotographs. The, yeah, they, you know, they took a chance on us, and I, I oh, that's one thing I, I do want to actually bring up. Yes. Uh, well, I've got you. Know, I've got. Uh, what do you want to do about the? Uh, are we going to revisit our predictions from from early in the season? Oh boy, we did forget to redo our predictions, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should do that right now. Oh, All right. Okay. I'm going to do the, the magic of podcasting. We're going to do this right now. Okay. Bold prediction number one. Mm-hmm. Here's mine. Yes. Uh, Bud Norris will out earn every other brave starter. Womp womp. No deal. I still believe in you, Bud. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that was you know okay. Oh for one, we're calling that a dumpster fire. It was, that did not go well. Yeah, it didn't go. It didn't go so well. And there's a, still a few days left to go on some of these. Uh, so my number two, I said Ben Revere will steal more bases than the Mets as a team, and Ben Revere got hurt on opening day, I believe. Uh, and that, so that was bad. And he ended up, uh, at least through the recording list, he's stolen 14 bases. He got real bad. He kind of lost his job. It was a real bad year for him. Hmm. But my half of my point was that the Mets wouldn't run. And they, right now, have 41 stolen bases as a team. They've sped up a little bit in the last month. But that was achievable. That was a speedy guy out stealing them for sure. So that's a no on my part, but I wasn't crazy. They did not run. The Baltimore Orioles have 18 steals as a team, which is amazing. So that is a thumbs down for me, but I'm defending it as not crazy. All right, Matt, your next bold prediction. Okay, uh, Corey Kniebel earns a closer's role Milwaukee and racks up over 20 saves. Yeah, that did not happen for Mr. Corey Kniebel. Did not, no. He started the season hurt, then disappeared for a while, then came back yeah. and was bad. And was actually, he's been confident for about a month now, but I don't... Yeah. You know, Striking everybody out. Tons of Ks. Tons of Ks. No high yeah, yeah, not very many saves. So, no. Uh, you know, not a, not a disaster, no. So this is my favorite one. The one that I was worried the most about. Uh, I said that Eugenio Suarez would have more home runs than Carlos Correa. Just because most of my point was that I like one player. I thought one player was overrated and one player was underrated. And right now, I'll, as we talk, they are tied with 20. I'm calling that a win. Uh, I'm call- if I get that that close, I'm calling that a win. That uh, Carlos Correa had, you know, way less homers than everyone thought he was going to have, and Eugenio Suarez, you know, has easily a career high by a mile. So that was the one I was scared of the most and proud of the most. So we'll hopefully we'll see if Eugenio can get me one to take that lead and put that away. So all right, Matt, your next one. Okay, one rocky starting pitcher will be mixed league ownable. He nailed it. A couple of them were. Yeah. You didn't say, uh, you know, John Gray is the easy one. To be, you to listed be, to, be, to be fair, John Gray was like the guy I was writing. That's 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 who I want. That's who I was writing about. But I'm 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 right. gonna chalk this up as a W for me. Oh, you should. Yeah. I mean, this is back in March. Um, you listed Chad Bettis, Jorge De La Rosa, Jordan Lyles. You know, they all stunk. Ch- Tyler Chatwood was good, and uh, Tyler Anderson showed up to yeah. do it too. So. Yeah, that is a that is a good one for you. I said, oh, I forgot about this one. This is ugly. I said Franklin Gutierrez will hit more home runs than the other Mariners outfielders combined, which uh, I was I was high on Franklin Gutierrez, and for a minute that looked okay, mm. but uh, that did not include Nelson Cruz. I also noted that he's not an outfielder there. Uh, 
it looks like he had 14 homers this year. Um, actually, no, yeah, I wrote, so I specifically said that he will out homer Seth Smith, Leonis Martin, and Nori Aoki. Uh, that was the idea, not whoever else plays. Seth Smith has 16, so he lost to Seth Smith. Mm. Uh, Leonis Martin has 15. Where did that come from? It's a good question. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't close on this one. No. Uh, it was, yeah, and Nori Aoki had three. So, no, that's a loss. I mean, Franklin Gutierrez still hit 14. I'm pretty happy with him doing that. Uh, he has an 800 OPS, but, yeah. Nope, wrong. Thumbs down. Okay. All right. Matt, number, number seven. seven. Corey Dickerson has a better year than any Rockies outfielder. That did dampen. Now <laughs> I appreciate you for 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 soft for for yeah for for bearing that yeah for not uh, yeah that didn't happen. Um, no, it did not. That's all right. My next one was more fun. I said Chase Anderson will lead all Brewers starters Ooh. in wins, innings pitched, ERA, WHIP, and strikeout to walk ratio. Was big on my boy Chase Anderson, and he had a he had a tough year for the Brewers. He four three six ERA is right around his career number, you know, but he was not as special as I would have liked. I no, was hoping for a breakout and that didn't happen. So, I mean, the rest of the, the rest of the rotation wasn't good either, no. you know? but, uh, yeah, that didn't happen either. So no, um, okay. now I need to go look up the rest of the, the number team. nine. And, oh man, does this one make me happy? Yeah. You nailed one. I, oh, I crushed this one. Glenn the shields will struggle to keep his job as an everyday center fielder and leadoff hitter. And the thing about this one that was remarkable was that, you got a lot of hate. We didn't get that many. We got some replies to this one, some yeah. tweets, and people tore you up over that one. Nobody really cared about a lot of this other stuff. No, like, but... I, I, thought, I thought like you know the the, the Carlos Correa one would, would get yeah. us some some comments, but no. I, I was ready to get blasted on that. Yeah, I I was expecting that too. But you know, some some of the other ones were, were kind of questionable. But but this one, you know, I, you know, God forbid you speak ill of Delano Shields Jr. And guess what? Uh, back to Triple A final. Yep. Yeah. So nailed so, that one, and you get to and you get to gloat about it. So, so. let's 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 see here. Who do we get to talk smack to? <laughs> you gonna go back through the comments? Dongale, G Bona three, Aggies four three zero eight zero. That's funny. Matt's he, Matt's gloating, and he should. He's earned this one. He nailed one. Let's see. Because the line of the shields was being drafted up there. People ready for him to you know. Hit 300 and lead off all year and steal a million bases, and Matt was down on him. So yeah. let's see. This is that team total? Uh, uh oh! Uh, shout out to MCP Pants for having my back. Yeah, MCP Pants. There you go. Has your back. If you are MCP Pants, please, and you listen to us all season, please tweet at Matt. Um, yeah, all right, the yeah, last one is a loss for me and kind of a loss for you, Matt. I said the Chicago White Sox will win 90 games in the AL Central. I look smart for about a month. And the wheels fell off. I was interested in Todd Frazier, who hit 40 homers. Alex Avila, no. DeAndre Navarro, no. Brett Lowry, not really. Jimmy Rollins, no. Matt Latos, yeah, for about a month. For both. And even Matt's boy, Jerry Sands, I write. Oh, boy. Sorry. Sorry. So, yeah, we each had you know, one or two in there that went okay. Um, that was fun. Thank you for reminding me at the end of the show that we should have looked at those, because bold predictions are really fun like that. Yeah. Mm. Um. All right, Matt. That that should do it for us for for Thursday and for you and I for 2016. The show is not over. The show is on hiatus, like yeah. DFS, like baseball DFS. Um. Yeah, we're still on Twitter. 
Uh, Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. You can talk to us about playoffs and hot stove and whatever. We're reachable for yeah, sure. We'll, we'll be around. I'm sure we're not. You know, we're not. You know, we're not going to be podcasting, but we're. You know, we're not disappearing. We're not either. hibernating. You got anything else for get out of here? No, I just, I just, just thank you. Just nothing but gratitude, really. Yep. I'm gonna miss doing the show for you know six months or whatever. You know. Yep. Yep. We'll be back though. All right. I hope. Format. I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com/fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.